Playoffs? Playoffs? You are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome back to another great episode of Locked on A's. I'm your host, Wayne Coy, noted athletic supporter for an entire lifetime and media dude. And I'm joined today by our co-host for this episode, and that would be the uh, the product of my loins, my eldest. I got, I got, how many kids do I have? I got six. Why that sounds so gross? <laughs> it does, it does, totally does sound gross. Uh, this is the eldest son. It's Ian Coy, who's... Uh, in Iowa, and I'm in Las Vegas, and Ian, it's nice to have you along. Hey, good to be here. Well, we're going to talk A's like we always do, but i got to tell you first that today's episode is brought to us by Jace Medical. You can empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case. Provide with a personal supply of five antibiotics to treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Okay, playoffs, you know, we're kind of kidding around there with our Jim Moore impression, but seriously, for the A's, it's like that's exactly how you would say it. Playoffs? Playoffs? Yeah, we have, we're not sniffing the playoffs. This is the best action we get is falling on TV right now. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. So you want to get us up to date where we are? Where I know we're uh, division series. We have one team that's that's done, that's wrapped it up, and it's the Rangers, right? Yeah, man, uh, be great to have that lineup, right? I mean, I was looking at a thing earlier uh, about just how they've constructed their roster, and it's trade, 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 free agent, trade, 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 free agent. Like, so they have a front office. Front office is actually trying to put a quality product on the field, which is alien to us as uh, Ace fans. So. Actually, we've put, a, uh, I think, a great product on the field for every other team in the playoffs. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. What is it? All right, it's, so it's like half of a 26-man roster, isn't it? Like, <laughs> it's like 13 or 15 I or think, something. No, we counted 21, I think, the last time we counted. Crazy. So embarrassing. Yeah, Marcus Semyon and the Rangers sweep the Orioles three games to none and now – uh, in the American League, the other series. I, why are we waiting till Friday to get back to that? Yeah, I don't understand this because, like, when you know, when the A's make the playoffs, which obviously has been a couple of years now, but uh, man, did they not have every? They took every opportunity to screw with us with our home field advantage and our travel. You know, we lost home field advantage famously in 2012 to save a travel yeah. day. For the newly uh, instituted wild card game or whatever they were, you know, putting in, which now is progressing is a thing. We're all used to it, but we lost home field advantage when we earned it. We were the higher seed in 2012. Lost our home field advantage. Yeah. And then, you know, Jared Parker had drastic home and away splits. I mean, it was a full two, two and a half run differential what he was giving up at home versus away. And of course we have to start him off game one on the road and he gets beat up and we lost the two, first two games, one, two at home, and then had to go 
game five on the road when we should have been at home. So it was right. ridiculous. But yeah. now it seems Jared, like these accommodations are being made for the other teams. Jared is uh Jared's on our Twitter page. So I you know, hey Jared. Good to see you, brother. What up, Jared? Um all right, so Astros lead the twins two to one. They don't play again until Friday. Dodgers, Diamondbacks, that's two zip. Arizona didn't see that coming, did you? Uh, they pick it back up again tomorrow in Arizona. Remember, those two games that the Snakes got, they got on the road. So now they're going home. All they got to do is win one game, and it does not look good if you're a Dodger fan. It's unbelievable. I mean, I think that Arizona had a had a good farm system and you knew they were going to be good in a couple of years, but they're definitely at least a year early this year. And mm-hmm. I definitely didn't think they'd be taking down the Dodgers. So, right. And uh, then you got the Braves and the Phillies and it's uh it's all knotted at one and they play again tomorrow. Now you had an interesting statistic revolving around the, the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah. Uh, they were the first team to not lose a series all season to then lose or get swept. I think it was to get swept in yeah. in the playoff. The second team ever to do that, the last team that did that was Tony Gwynn's San Diego Padres in 1998. And they, had, they went to the World Series before they got swept. And who were they managed by? Bruce Bochy. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that till just now. Same yeah, guy same. that's doing the sweeping now. See? Yeah, man, what a, what hire, you know? Yeah, Both yeah that was a great hire. Man. Great hire for the Rangers. Um, yeah, so Orioles never swept all season. They get to the postseason, the brooms come out, and uh, Bruce Bochy was there for both of those, the last one and this one. So here's what everybody's talking about. You got Atlanta with 104 wins, Baltimore with 101, the Dodgers at an even 100, Tampa Bay at 99, and Milwaukee – at 92. So those are the five uh, winningest teams in Major League Baseball. And those five teams in the 2023 postseason are a collective one and 10. <laughs> yeah. All you need is a chip and a seat, right, Mr. Las Vegas? I mean, get to the playoffs, anything can happen. Well, here's the thing <laughs> the only win, they're one and 10. And that one win was by a team that had been no hit for five innings. And then only won their game, you know, with a walk-off crazy eight to five to three double play with Austin Riley just showing up in the right place at the right time. I mean, that was a great play, but that's it. That's the only win out of all these supposedly dominant great teams. So what everybody's talking about is, well, yeah, you added an extra round of you added an extra wild card team. And now there's a, yeah. a round of playoffs that require us to just sit and get cold you know, because we had the better record. So we're sitting there waiting. And while you're waiting, I mean, in a regular baseball season, not even during the all-star break, do you get that many days off? You don't get five, six days off, right? No, No, not at all. That's actually a really, really good point. Uh, I always kind of looked at it like rest at the end of the season, especially in baseball when the seasons are as long as they are. I always looked at rest being a good thing, but this might be kind of throwing – salt and that whole thing like you, is it i mean is it is there any advantage to that other than getting a rotation set up well if you'd asked me last week when i was handicapping <laughs> the playoffs uh, i right. said uh i said i thought that the, it would really serve the dodgers well 
uh, to get a couple extra days of rest, but I didn't expect, I yeah. mean, let's just face it. Clayton Kershaw is a different pitcher in October. His, his lifetime record in the postseason does not stand up to that guy who's going to be a first ballot hall of famer. It just doesn't, but I never not expected him to be that bad, but I think he's hurt. I really do. I think there's a, I think there's a shoulder issue. So man, it doesn't look good for the Dodgers. And I mean, that's a team that is traditionally has been a pitching team, right? And now yeah, we're like, absolutely. who's going to save the day here? I mean, they're going to have to step <laughs> it up. And, I, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about the Dodgers as it relates to the A's coming up in just a bit. But uh, the other thing that caught my attention, besides the fact that all the, the winning teams are losing, uh, is <laughs> Bob Costas, who has up to now been, I thought anyway, a, a national treasure, is basically getting uh, – getting reamed on social media. They're saying he's boring. Do you find Bob Costas boring? <laughs> is he boring? I mean, I think he's been boring for a couple of decades and people are just kind of catching on now, but he's been Mr. Olympics. I mean, I don't even know what, what does he do outside of the Olympics? Like, I guess he baseball, calls baseball playoff baseball games that not well, apparently, but <laughs> right. He's so they're giving him, uh, they're, they're giving him a lot of, uh, criticism over his lack of enthusiasm. They said the difference in energy between uh, Brian Anderson's final call of that double play and Costas's call, it said one of them sounded like it was being done in the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How do you not get crazy for that? I saw that on a clip later and I was, I, I was probably more animated than that dude. (laughs) <laughs> well, hit hit the Twitter here. What a lame call from Bob Costas. He sounds so despondent and annoyed. At least pretend. <laughs> wow. Why is Bob Costas dissing the Diamondbacks every chance he gets? Costas, don't hurt yourself with all that enthusiasm. All I can say is somewhere Joe Buck is going, yes. <laughs> right? Because, I mean, he's usually the guy. Yeah. So, unfortunately, Bob Costas so far this postseason. Okay, so what we want to talk about is relocation. Will they or won't they as it relates to our beloved Oakland Athletics? And we're going to get into that, but everybody should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected, and it does happen. And Jace Medical knows that, so they've come up with this really cool thing. It's called the Jace Case, and what you get is you get five antibiotics that are designed specifically for whatever it is that's going on with you. And they do this through, of course, telemedicine, which is something that, you know, pre-COVID, we didn't really even know what that is. But I got to tell you, I can't remember the last time I've actually been to a doctor. They've learned now how to be able to take care of you, whether it's on the phone or over a Zoom or, you know, on the Locked on A's podcast. So you want to get that peace of mind. You want to know that, uh, you know, if you have to, you've got access to medication. And Jace Medical makes sure that you get that. They do that entire online evaluation. Then, of course, the doctors get with you, and you get a prescription that's delivered right to your home that's been basically designed for you and what you're dealing with. So hopefully the goal is that within a couple of days, you're feeling like your old self again. Don't get caught unprepared. Check them out today. Jace Medical, that's J-A-S-E, medical.com. Make sure you check them out and tell them Locked On A sent you too. Okay, so speaking of the A's, Mr. Ian, I've never asked you this question. I'm going to ask you dead to rights right now. 
Move okay. or don't move. You're you're a fan of Vegas or you're not. Wow. You just put me on the spot. That uh I feel like it's become untenable in Oakland. Um through no fault of grown having come from oh, wow. That, that's so tough when you if it were just my call one way or the other, I would have built a new stadium a long time ago. And maybe if one of these postseason runs that we went on had ended in a World Series, then we would have already had our stadium. So part of that is just not getting it done, right? I mean, if we're really being self-reflective here and being honest with ourselves. 2012. Oh, we're, being, we're being honest. The 2012. Yeah. So, yeah. 2012, 2020 season, even though COVID got in the way, I mean, that was yeah. the team that was supposed to win the World Series. We all knew that. that I mean, that they went into that, into that series against Houston having won seven of ten games that year. Yep. We weren't scared of them, but we lost to them. Even if that, even as late as 2020, if that had resulted in a World Series, there is, there's just the the imperative to get it done to keep them there. Mm-hmm. It's the lack of postseason success over the last two and a half decades that has really led to this point. That, That's a really interesting theory. When you lay it out like that, that really does make sense. I hadn't even thought about that, but you're right. That probably kept us from getting there quicker. I think because you see what happens is when the team's winning, the community gets behind it. Then they're like, oh, well, you know, we got to, right? Right, right. Yeah. And when they're, especially when they're, I mean, it's a little different now since this last teardown, which I think was maybe the most dramatic of all of the teardowns. I mean, this was to the studs, right? There's nothing. There was nothing left. And so it was a little different. It kind of became major league in real life. And it's the same goal. They're trying to move the team. And I, I really think at the end of the day that it's probably going to happen. Um, Oakland deserves better, which is why we've all been saying so for the last, you know, however many years it's been. Um, I mean, even if they didn't build a new stadium, if they'd won a World Series, let's say in 20, 2012, that same team we were just talking about. Maybe with the Raiders coming up and then a few years later and then moving out, like maybe 2019 when they announced or 2018, whatever year it was, they announced they're moving to Las Vegas. Maybe they just tear down Mount Davis. Maybe they put a half a billion dollars into redoing the Coliseum on, you know, just using what you have there. I mean, I was well, yeah, but Howard Terminal was already well in the works, though, by that time, 2019. I mean, does anybody really believe that that was ever going to happen? Like, I don't. I don't believe. I, it's like Santa Claus to me. Like, Howard Terminal, whatever. Oh, it has to be on the waterfront. But now we're going to move to the desert. Like, okay. I mean, I don't I don't buy. It's all leverage, leverage, leverage. So, I don't know. It, Ca- I think Casey, Pratt, really- Casey Pratt is on line one for you, Ian. Grab that. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he be- yeah. he believed Howard Terminal was real. I mean, he was there for every every single second of what was going on there, and says we're right. this close, yep, that right. close, but likely likely going to have to shrink down 
not do the ballpark village, not maybe, maybe you do get your offices and your hotels and your motels and all of that stuff, but you get it later. Let's just build the ballpark first. Right. right. That's been, that's Casey's point, which I, I agree with. I think it Fisher's, you know, delusions of grandeur. I think we're just too big and COVID made it harder to get money. I mean, that's true, but now yeah. Oakland's come up with every bit of cash they were supposed to come up with for infrastructure. Exactly. That's how you know yeah. it was just all it was all just leverage. It's all leverage to get the best deal that they can, you know. Mm -hmm. That's how I look at it. Right. But how, at how is it the best? How is it the best deal you can when that whole thing was about real estate and about having this all of this stuff that you own? And now what we're left with is you're gonna be renting. You know, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the Tropicana still owns all of that land and they're still going to build hotels and casinos sure. and whatever else they're going to do on the rest of the 31 acres or whatever that's left on that property. Yeah. Nine, so yeah. <laughs> so the nine acres we get, you know, right. that's not that's not John Fisher's dream as it was laid out. I remember Dave Cavill <laughs> saying specifically there. Well, first, I remember where they said the Coliseum was their only option. And then all of a sudden that was. That was like Siberia. It's not an option. <laughs> it's not an option at all. Even though we own half of it, and we better buy it just in case. But yeah. it it was all about well, we've got to be on the water, like the Giants. Right, know? right. We it's need a only freaking gondola to get to the stadium. Yeah, a which I was actually like, a ski, like it's a freaking ski lift to get to the baseball. Like, who's doing this? I would have liked to have done it once just to say I did it. Yeah, I mean, cool. Like, yeah, you take your selfie, yeah. do it for the gram. But like, other than that, like, what are we, what are we doing here? Flying over 880 in a gondola. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So the vote is supposedly coming up. Um, and, you know, talking about how that's going to go. It's interesting that two very famous Las Vegans, it is vegans, by the way, not vegans. Okay? Not Las Vegans, because. <laughs> No, it's different. No, so, never mind. I'm not going to touch that. This two very, two very famous Las Vegans, Bryce Harper and Jimmy Kimmel, probably like the two most famous Las Vegans there are now, right? I mean, yeah, Wayne Newton's arguably. still here, I guess. Wayne Newton, you know, props. Yeah. He's he's family, actually. Odd sidebar. He's family, not to me, but to my uh, ex-wife and my son. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Anyway, Donka Shane, uh, for, for yeah. saying this, I want to say that to Bryce Harper because he said he doesn't want the Oakland A's to come to Las Vegas. He doesn't think they should. He said Oakland is where the A's belong, and Vegas should get an expansion team. Bryce Harper, who is yeah. balling right now. I mean, I understand he got yeah. thrown out, but listen, <laughs> you know what? That He almost was safe getting back. And did you see he was practically the third base on that play? Right. Yeah, and he, I mean, he slipped, turning around, coming back. But yeah, he was four or five steps off a second. And he even said when he went back to the locker room, as a consummate professional that Bryce Harper is, he fell on his sword. He didn't say that's a clown question, bro. He yeah, said yeah. that I probably should have waited at second base, which is what I said watching the clip. I, I yeah. hadn't seen what you said afterwards, but yeah. I give him, I give him, I give him credit though for for being the baller that he is, you know, Oh, for I sure. got to tell you at the beginning of his career, I wasn't a fan. I thought he was cocky really? and you know, yeah, but I love, he's just I've always loved Harper. Well, he says the A's should stay in Oakland. Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. 
who's a lifetime Dodger fan, said he agrees with a lot of people that Vegas is Dodger country because you've got all, first of all, you've got years and years and years of AAA baseball for the Dodgers here. Then you've got, that's the closest metropolitan area to Las Vegas. Right. Um, I heard Brody Brazil put it this way, and I agreed with him that that L.A. is to Vegas what, or Vegas is to L.A. what Tahoe is to people who live in the Bay Area. It's where we go to get away on the weekend, right? So sure. with it with it being that close and being there for so long and having as many people from Southern California move to Vegas, kind of makes sense. They don't they don't care about the A's. Jimmy Kimmel said that he goes. I, why would I care about the A's? I was raised a Dodger fan by a Dodger fan in a city that loves the Dodgers. So there Is you go. Is it like that though? Like, yes. I, I, don't, I don't know because I don't live in Vegas. I mean, yeah. I have here and there a couple of times for like a month at a time, but yeah. like, is it really like that? Like, cause I don't see Dodger jerseys everywhere in Las Vegas. Do you know that Las Vegas is the only city other than I think it's Honolulu that's got a Dodger dugout store in its city limits? You go to the you go to the fashion, whatever it's called, Fashion Center Mall. Yeah. Is that right? Fashion. What wow, why can't I remember the name of the mall? I think it's Fashion Center. Anyway, they've got a dedicated store that sells nothing but Dodger stuff. That would make sense. I mean, right. the, the quick trips to Vegas from LA are a thing. Like, of course, a thing. But, right? So you're going to be a Dodger fan, not it's You're going to be a Dodger fan, not an Angels fan, for the same reason that if you're from the Bay Area, it's predominantly Giants fans. You know, because they had a ten year head start, they just did, and the Dodgers were there first by like seven years before the Angels showed up. This is, it's it's a little further away, obviously, than that. I, I don't. Uh, I don't know for sports affiliations if it matters. Like I, I lived in Northern Virginia right after the Nationals moved there, and they obviously didn't have the greatest start. They weren't a very good team coming from Montreal. They yeah. didn't exactly build the team up in advance of moving there, so it was really like you're moving into Orioles country. And they signed an absolute horrible media deal when they first moved there because they had to give everything to Baltimore. Right. And there's definitely distinct Washington and Baltimore fan bases there. Like they'll rally around it when they're your team. It just like when you have a, a market that wants a team and they finally get their team, it doesn't matter where they come from. Well, I would, uh, I let, let me counterpoint what you just said though. Cause I think there's a lot of difference. The Montreal Expos were owned by major league baseball. Okay. For they it. were in a, they were in a bad situation. This is the last team to, to be re- relocated. They yeah. moved to a city. They moved to a city that has had Major League Baseball. The Senators played there for years, so it's right. not like this is the first time Washington had a baseball team. They had a stadium that they could fly right into. There was no four or five years while you wait for the stadium to get built. They went right to RFK. Now, granted, we played, at, played, we played at the Oakland Coliseum. <laughs> What's that? Basically, they said they basically played at the Oakland Coliseum. Yeah, kind of. They basically <laughs> did. <laughs> but 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 you're missing you're missing the point that I'm trying to make, which is unlike okay. this situation where the athletics become the Las Vegas athletics, those were the Montreal Expos. That team went away. You now have a new team called right, right? 
Right. And so, so the Nationals are not the Expos. And that's Bryce Harper's point. Give us our own. Mm. We've, we've proven to you what we'll do with our Vegas Golden Knights. Their whole slogan is Vegas born. So here right. you got, like I said, well, two high profile guys, Jimmy Kimmel and, uh, and Bryce Harper, who have both, you know, very loudly said they think it's a horrible idea and the A's should stay in Oakland. Hmm. So with that in mind, we're at these meetings. It's December or whenever they're going to have them, November. And we're in Arlington, Texas. And you're the lobbyist for the Keep the A's in Oakland Coalition. Okay. Your okay. job is your job is to get seven of these owners. Is it seven or eight? Twenty-five percent. What is that? Seven? Twenty-five percent of you were on the math percent, team, right? Ian. Let's go. Come on, you can do this. Twenty-five percent of thirty, right? Uh yeah. So what is that? So I guess well, it's a it's not a it, it'd be eight, I guess. Yeah, I think it's closer to ruin with my math brain though, because it's not sorry. 26 and some percent, but seven would be less than what? Yeah. So we're there. Okay. So there's talk that all of the teams in Southern California, uh, so Dodgers, Angels, Padres, Diamondbacks, who currently Las Vegas is part of their market. All right. four of them. Yeah. Oh, it's every, yeah, it's everybody else's market. It's not Las and, Vegas's market. Right. And if the A's were to come here, it doesn't just become the A's market. It becomes a fifth team to split that pie. Okay. I guess. Also, <laughs> if you're a Dodger, if you're the Dodgers owner, do you want the San Francisco giants to basically have everything from San Francisco to Seattle to themselves? Or do you want I to mean, be able to com compete as a California team? Do they now? Well, what I'm saying is that, that you've got the A's and the giants sharing the market. No, so I'm saying, are they are the A's a factor in that now? Not not like, as much, not as much, but they they have a big TV deal. I mean, they do. In fact, they got a TV deal that I think, if they could get out of it, the network would be like, please, oh please, help yeah. us. <laughs> right. Which is that we've talked yeah. about this before, but it's another reason why uh, you might think if they've got to wait for a few years that the A's would maybe lean towards renegotiating with Oakland just because the minute they do move away, the minute they become the Sacramento A's or the Salt Lake City A's or whatever it's going to be for that in-between period, their TV yeah. deal goes, goes away in the Bay Area. So now yeah. the Bay Area, all that TV money is going to the Giants. I'm the owner of the Dodgers. That's my rival. I don't want them having that much more money than I have so they can outspend me to get better players and on and on to the break of dawn. So I think that just kind of hypothetically, I think there's four or five teams that are already on the bubble. I know the Yankees want no part of that revenue sharing anymore. They think it's unfair. Sure. They think John Fisher's gamed the system. Hal Steinbrenner has publicly yeah. said he thinks this is wrong. And uh, the Red Sox, I think, are in that boat as well. So if you've got the richer teams, the Cubs, the Red Sox, the Yankees, and then you got those four or five teams that are on the West Coast that – are now all of a sudden having to share their market. And, oh, by the way, you're not getting a relocation fee. Remember? Yeah. But you could get an expansion fee, and that money gets split amongst the owners. So I'm just throwing these out. Uh, I don't want to yeah. be the lobbyist. I want you to be the lobbyist. So I'm the owner of the, uh, I'm the, owner of the White Sox, okay? Tell okay. me, because I've talked about moving myself. 
And I'm thinking maybe if you guys do it, I can just wait and follow your lead or the Royals or who's the other guy yeah. on the committee, Milwaukee. But let's, let's say I'm the owner of the White Sox and I'm kind yeah. of on the fence. I'm on the fence. Can you convince me to vote to keep them in Oakland? This is a very, very, very hard thing for me to do because I just pointed all of that. I just said all, all of that in my previous, you know, point is that I have a hard time justifying trying to keep them there with the situation is as it is. As an opposing team's owner, it's almost more it's almost more to that original point that I made. It's like, I don't even know how you make a case to, to keep them in Oakland. Like, how do you lobby that? You're 56, running out of 56 ground. years tradition. Yes, I know. I, it's, well, not the, it's, not the, it's not that they're lacking in fan support. The fans are flipping no, off of the course. current ownership, right? Yeah. No, I, you're just, you run out of ground to stand on, <laughs> especially when you're looking for allies and that, because like, if I'm an owner and I'm thinking about 10, 15 years down the road, yeah. what if I want to relocate? Uh-huh. You know, do I want to yeah. set the precedent that I'm, I'm going to be the, the one that stood in the way of this team moving when they wanted to move? Like, no, they want to be able to do the same thing if they need to. If they need to, you know, hold another city hostage. That's what they, that's what they, that's what they want. So no, it's really, it's really difficult. I mean, like we all know why they, they should stay in Oakland. You know, the fan, the fan support's not the problem. We prove that over and over again, prove that every time they put a quality product on the field and we go to the playoffs and we have the biggest freaking stadium on earth for baseball and we fill it, you know, or very, very close to filling it. So it's not, it's not fan support. It's like put something out there that is even acceptable to watch. And I think the very, very tragic situation that we are going to run into is going to be that the relocation thing is going to happen, right? They're going to approve this to happen. And they're going to know that they're moving into a new stadium in 2028, 2029, a new city, and they want to have a competitive team when they get there. So they are going to build a freaking juggernaut in Oakland that we are going to have to watch maybe win a World Series and then leave. And that you got me. You got that, me. That okay, so to watch. if we were gonna run, you know, the the crawl underneath you right now, where it says Ian Coy at Ouija Music, by the way. Um, it the crawl, the crawl would say, forget about it, they're moving. Because you're pretty much of the mind that they are. I don't think there's any way that there's unless there is like the Grinch moment where John Fisher's heart grows three times the normal size and he sells the team to somebody who gives a damn, yeah. you know, that that's really the only situation. Like he's going to abuse the current system to make as much money as possible. And I have a sneaking suspicion that he might do the same thing in Las Vegas. You think? Yeah. He'll sell the team as soon as it moves to Las Vegas. You watch. Quite possible. But what if you don't invest that $150 million that you should be investing in payroll and you still keep a crap product on the team or on the field? Excuse me. Yeah. You're just keeping all that extra money that's coming in. You're just living off the, the 
people flying in to watch their favorite team play the A's. Okay, we're going to have to take a break, and we we have uh, A-story that we got to get into for today, this date in A-story. But before we do that, I just want to say, I don't know, can you see me now? Am I looking at you right there? Good. You see that that guy that's that's co-hosting the show with me today? That's my son, who I was able to brainwash and mold to my heart's content to become this passionate A's fan that you see right now. And you can't see him because he's asleep in the other room. But Ian's son, Rain, is Generation 3, and he's also an A's fan. That right there is the reason, Rob Manfred. That right there is the reason, John Fisher. That right there is the reason, Dave Cavill, why this team should be staying in Oakland and the idea of them moving to any place is absolutely ridiculous. You're messing with an heirloom. This isn't just a business. This is a family thing now, and it has been for over 50 years. So for that reason, that passion that you hear, it's there. And somebody else should own it and treasure it and take care of it and, and build it and feed it and nurture it because you sure as hell don't. Right. That's why you have to have an ownership group that has a connection to the franchise and a connection to the area. I mean, that's why Magic Johnson owns everything in L.A. Thank you, you know, you just have to. It has to be that way. This is sports. This isn't the gap. Yep. Couldn't have said that better myself. All right, so A3, we'll get to that. And, of course, we want to thank you for making us your first listen every day. Of course, Locked on A's, we're bringing that passion. We're talking about your favorite team, and we certainly want to hear back from you. So comment section down below if you're watching on YouTube. If you're just a regular podcast person, thank you for that as well. And don't forget you can get us at, uh, at Locked on A's on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. But I'd love to hear from you. Feed, feedback is great. <laughs> October baseball, we've talked about it uh, for the whole show here. It's back. It's back in a big way. And our friends at FanDuel, America's number one sports book, want you to know that you can join FanDuel today and check this out. You're going to get $200 in bonus bets for a $5 bet. Okay? $5. That's it. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Create your new account. And then you get in on that action from the first pitch all the way into the final out. And you can bet on everything from strikeouts to home runs to who's going to win the game. I know that's kind of boring. If you don't want to, you know, maybe get your W from the whole game, you can actually predict what's going to happen in the very next at bat. They call those quick bets and they're available as well. So head on over to fanduel.com slash locked on and step up to the plate. Don't forget you get that great deal. $200 in bonus bets for a $5 bet, and that's guaranteed. So make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Well, this date in a three, all the way back to October 10th, you might remember 1990. Ian, I think you do. The yeah, A's, I was five. <laughs> the A's swept the Red Sox to win the American League pennant for the third year in a row. They won it in 88, 89, and 1990. And the cool thing is, is it was Dave Stewart against Roger Clemens, which anytime you saw that was going to be the pitching matchup, if you're an A's fan, you're like licking your chops because as dominant as Clemens was, guys, you know, one of the best pitchers you'll ever see in your lifetime. He's in the, he's in the conversation. Um, sure. We had his number eight straight. 
this win that we got on this date in 1990 in the playoffs, wow. that was that was the eighth straight meeting between Clemens and Stewart that was won by Dave Stewart. What I'm talking about. Owned them. Yeah, we did. And you know what happened in that game, which was so great? Roger Clemens absolutely went epileptic. Uh, he lost his mind because he didn't like the call that was made by Terry Cooney, and he got thrown out in the second inning. So Must have been all the roids, man. It was something. I mean, at that point, you were just like, okay, this is our game, uh, and and we're going to go to the World Series, which we did. Uh, actually, physically did. I went to the World Series and watched the A's get spanked by the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, but, uh, I don't. I think the team went. Uh, somebody went to the World Series. It sure wasn't the A's. Yeah. So for my buddy Jeff Carr, who has uh, our sister show Locked On Reds. Okay, Jeff, you go, you won that one. Yeah, but you we know didn't what you did for that one. You know what you didn't win was 1972, and we're going to talk about that particular year in just a second, but. Let's go back even further. A's Street, this date in 1931, another three-peat right there to be had. The A's win the World Series in 29. They win it in 1930. And the Philadelphia A's go to win it in 1931. Well, they were trailing in the game, four to two. They had two men on, two out in the mm. ninth. And I guess it was he was sort of their version or baseball's version of Raleigh Fingers or Dennis Eckersley back then, Bill Hallahan, there's a name for you, comes okay. on and gets the final out, and the Philly A's lose to the Cardinals and unfortunately were not able to three-peat like those mm. 72, 3, 4 A's or those 88, 89, 90 A's. They, uh, they didn't do it. Well, actually, you can't even count that later team because they didn't win the World Series, only one out of three. Now, would the A's have been the first team to three-peat then, or did they have the Yankees already? I, I don't think, think by they I think by 31, I think they might have. Did they? Because I know the A's and Yankees are the only two. I know all you ever hear about is the 27 Yankees, right? The 27 Yankees. True. Yeah. All right, so uh, happy birthday. See how we did that? To Oakland Athletics Hall of Famer Gene Tennis whose birthday is today, 77 years young. And this guy, what a career, because if you really do break it down, was he the best catcher to ever play for the Oakland A's? No. He wasn't, <laughs> right. he wasn't Terry <laughs> Steinbach. Like, oh, don't make me make that point. <laughs> he wasn't Dave Duncan. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't Ramon Hernandez. He wasn't, he wasn't right. Ray Fossey, right? But he was a serviceable catcher. Was he the greatest first baseman that ever played for the A's? No. Nope. Matt, Matt Olson might want to talk to you for a minute. Mark McGuire. How Giambi. about Jason Giambi? Jimmy Fox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just talking about Oakland. Yeah, you know? right. So, so Gene Tennis was not our greatest first baseman ever. He might be in the conversation top six, seven. Uh, he might be in the conversation as, as far as catchers go, top five, six. Jason Kendall, line three, picked that up. Um, but you know what he was? He was the first guy who you could truly say was Mr. Clutch. And I mean, I'm going to go there because he hadn't earned the, the nickname yet. He was the original Mr. October. Facts. And you're like, what? Well, in 1972, don't forget Reggie, who was the star of the team. I mean, you know, let's just call it what it is. 
uh, was being Reggie and trying to score a run, a very important run, that put them ahead against the Tigers in the playoffs. In doing so, blew out a hammy and ended up spending the World Series on crutches. But they wouldn't have got there without him and that play at the plate. So you got to say Reggie did everything that your superstar should do to get you there. But wow, if the A's weren't already underdogs against the big red machine at that point, now that they're missing their big star, forget about it, right? Well, Gene Tennis says, I understand that's what it says on paper, but even though I only hit five home runs the entire year, I'm about to go off and hit four in one World Series and tie a record set by Babe Ruth, okay? (laughs) And Yogi Berra, I think. Reggie, right. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, we eventually found out Reggie who, but at that moment in time when, when, you know, you truly needed somebody to be the guy, Gene Tennis stepped up. And he stepped up catching. He stepped up playing first base. He stepped up hitting in the clutch. And even in the playoffs, he drove in the run that ended up being the clinching run in the American League uh, Championship Series. And it was so funny because, like I said, the guy hit five home runs in 72. Well, from that point forward, for about the next five years, he hit 24 home runs the very next year, then 26, then 29, then 22. So he's a double-digit home run guy. Yeah. He was, more importantly than any of that, he was, before there was a Kevin Euclid, he was the Italian god of walks. Okay? <laughs> nice. Fury Gene Tennis from Steubenville, Ohio, with 101 walks in 1973. 110 to lead the league in 1974, 106 in 1975, and then he fell back to earth a little bit with 81. But that's 398, almost 400 walks in four seasons. That's on base. This guy knew how to get on base. Now, he didn't hit for average, but he got on base, and he seemed to always get the big hit when you needed it the most. So for all those reasons – He's an Oakland A's Hall of Famer and absolutely deserves it. So, Gene Tennis, we love you. You're 77. All Happy you guys birthday. are getting you're getting too old because when my team, you know, <laughs> my original A's are all pushing 80. Whoa, we gotta we gotta pump the brakes a little bit because what does that mean about me? It means I'm getting older. So, and you too, Mister Ian. Yeah. Well. Man, this is uh, this is going to be fun watching the rest of these playoffs. I I don't, I can't even begin to tell you what I think is going to happen because I don't know. But it seems to me that uh, the teams with the momentum now should be able to maintain that. I don't see any of these series all of a sudden flipping and going the other way. Do you? I don't at all. The the one I'm really really interested in, and I think that maybe the World Series winner is the National League Series against um, or between Atlanta and Philly. That's the one I'm really looking at. Like, I think both of those teams are just so complete. I mean, Atlanta might be the best roster in the league from top to bottom, and they have pitching sure. for days. Like, how do you beat them? I don't know. I don't know how you can beat them in a series. But well, if Philly I mean, does the- it. Watch out. <laughs> The Dodgers, I think it's a pitching issue. I don't think I know. Well, actually, Mookie the needs thing. to step up. Where's Freddie Freeman? Where you know, those guys yeah. are all we we talked about. They have five guys that are triple digits in home runs or double digits in home runs. Triple, yeah, that'd be great. But yeah, you got five digits. five guys. I think four with th- over thirty. Yeah. And then, uh, who has twenty nine? That might be that might be Fr- Freddie Freeman. No, he had more than that. 
Somebody had 29. No. So, I mean, they, they came close to having that many people hit that many home runs. Just yeah. unreal. So I thought they were sort of the team to go, but they're not getting that uh, that patented Dodger pitching. So I have zero prediction. I, I, I already made point, my picks. At I think one the Orioles, like, they're gone. Starting pitchers, dude. Like the Dodgers, I think at nine or ten starting pitchers that were like major league caliber like a year ago. Like what happened? Yeah, what happened? Well, Urias, we know what happened with him, right? So Yeah. I don't I don't know if he's ever gonna play again, but Trevor Bauer's like, okay, I I proved myself. Can I come back? Right. Unf- yeah, unfortunately, exactly. no. Keep yeah. waiting. All right. Yeah, keep keep on waiting and keep on coming around because we do appreciate you being a part of what we do here at Locked On Ace. It's your team every day, part of the Locked On Network. Don't forget to uh, like us. It's good to be liked, but it actually does help the show because it spreads to get it to other people that maybe didn't even know we were out there. So do that. Make sure you give us a like, give us a thumbs up, and subscribe. All of that's important. There's a reason why we say it, and I know it's kind of cliche, like and subscribe, but we we really do appreciate that. Your comments, of course, down in the comment section. And if you want to hit us up on Twitter, you can do that, Locked on A's. Ian, it was fun having you here. You promise you're going to come back? Yes, sir. Will do. And I'll be grounded if I don't. So, you know. I was just, just going to say you need to go clean your room, son. <laughs> Thanks for being here. I'm Wayne Coy. Till next time, keep on swinging. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 